This is episode 212 of Bella in Your Business. Hi there, I'm Bella Vaster from Jump Consulting. You might know me from CBS, NBC, Fox, Huffington Post, Entrepreneur, or maybe you've seen me speak on stage or read my book, The Four Dogs That Every Business Owner Needs. In any case, get ready because you're about to get your hashtag Bella butt kicking in this next episode of Bella in Your Business. So what do you say? Let's get ready and jump. Welcome to Bella in Your Business. My name is Bella Vasta and today I've got a very special guest. This is someone who helps make sure this entire podcast actually happens on time, sounding amazing, and that I don't sound silly. I want you guys to welcome Chris Lanning. Chris Lanning's been producing podcasts since he first fell in love with the medium on Christmas Day, 2005. He's produced his own since 2006 and for clients since 2012. His company, Neighborhood Stage Productions, produces podcasts and other audio projects for clients. They always strive to make their clients' productions sound as professional as they know that we are, right? Chris also does voiceovers too. He has his own podcast, which I'm sure we'll talk about. And I really wanted to have him come on, you guys, because I know that some of you have been tinkering around with this idea. I want to kind of break it down for you because the barrier to entry is not as complicated as you might think. And we just kind of want to blow the lid off that for you today. So Chris, thanks for coming on the show and like coming out from behind the curtain, as they say. Not a problem, Belle. I like being out from behind the curtain. But first off, congratulations again to you for 200 episodes. That is huge. That really is. For a weekly podcast, that is amazing. (laughs) Thank you so much. And my friend, it's thank you to you. And it's congratulations to you as well. You have been one of the longest contractors I've ever worked with. And it's just so easy and seamless knowing I can just kick it out to you. You do your thing, you kick it back. And even on those weeks where my life was crazy and in shambles and I was getting it to you 48 hours in advance, you still just came through at that crunch time and just really helped. I mean, you're an invaluable person on our team and so invaluable that I've referred you out many times. For sure. So, I mean, we could take that a whole bunch of different ways too, but Tell me a little bit more about what you do, the clients that you work with. Let's start there. Sure. So most of the clients that I deal with are professionals such as yourself. A lot of times they're coaches or financial advisors or some sort of training type of thing where they have a podcast and generally it's an interview podcast similar to yours. Now you've been mixing it up a little bit and throwing some solo episodes in there, which is a great idea. I like that. I always recommend the clients do a solo at least one out of every 10, but more often is, is even better. I've got some that alternate. They do a solo yeah. and an interview, solo interview. So that's really awesome. But yeah, I'll work with the clients. I'll help them get set up and find a sort of a sound for the show. Maybe help them out setting up the tech, getting the right microphones, teaching them how to set their Zoom calls up so they get the right recordings and what I need. Then they just go to town. They record their interviews. They send me the files and then I take it from there. I clean up the ums, the ahs, the stutters, the background noises, the closes, whatever it is, I clean it up. Because the reality is everyone I'm dealing with is a professional. And just because you have a recording, sometimes it's out of your control. You may not come off sounding that way, even though you really are. And so it's just my job to make sure that you do sound as professional as you really are. I love that. So I want to go off script for a second here. And I want to talk to those pet sitters and dog walkers who might be looking for a different way to kind of market their business or who might be thinking like, you know, well, I don't want the long-term commitment of a podcast or something like that. Talk to me about how we could do like short bursts of series and how you could kind of market those to position yourself as that expert 
And then you can consume audio, you know, in a different way. It's so different than like watching a video or reading something. So can you just like wrap on that for me for a minute? Well, there are a couple of ways that you can go there. One, you could do a weekly podcast, but that doesn't mean you have to record it every week. You could batch it up in one day, get a couple of interviews in one day. And this is even a great time when you could throw on some solo episodes because that's less coordinating you have to do with guests. So record a couple solo episodes, record a couple interviews, send that off and we edit that and we'll schedule that out. So it may take you one day to lay out two months worth if you really get your act together, you know, four mm-hmm. guests, four solo episodes. And one of the keys to do this, and this is something that this is my huge passion. I, I preach this all the time. Keep the episodes short. Yeah. Uh, sometimes I get them from clients and they're like an hour, an hour and 15 minutes. I'm like, first <laughs> nobody's going to listen to that. <laughs> yeah. You know, keep it short. The general rule of thumb has always been 20 minutes or less because that was, was the typical commute. Not a whole lot of people are commuting right now, mm-hmm. but still 20 minutes is about the time people go out for a walk or go out and do a run or, you know, mm-hmm. it just, it just, it's a good fit. I'm even about doing shorter episodes, like 10 minutes. And putting them out more often, Mm -hmm. getting in front of your clients, getting in front of your listeners more often. For a while, I was really pushing things like the Alexa flash briefing, which was daily. But you would only have to do two or three minutes a day. Mm -hmm. You could sit down in one hour and record two weeks worth and Mm -hmm. be done. Mm -hmm. And then you're in people's ears every single day. You become part of their lives. And that's valuable. I think the interesting thing about podcasts is it just keeps increasing the consumption of it. It actually has never really decreased. And we did go through like a crazy growth spurt at one point too. And then they're archives. So people can binge on them just like we, I mean, that's our behavior. We binge on Netflix and prime. And I mean, there's sometimes I don't even pick a series because there's only one season of it. You know, I'm like, I want something with like five series. I'm ready to make a big commitment, you know, but podcasts are like that too. You know, like once you start listening, you start loving it. And you brought up a cool thing too, about the whole guest thing. You know, I know as a podcast host, sometimes it takes the pressure off of me because I have a guest that can do a lot of it. All I got to do is kind of think about the questions and do my yes and, and then continue on. If you guys have ever noticed, they do that a lot. But the solo episodes that Chris just said, I'm going to give you guys a secret. My solo episodes, rarely do I get on there and just start rapping from my head. Most of the time, it's a blog that we've already written or a Facebook Live that we've already done. So it's not like I'm coming up with brand new content. So that takes a lot off. So I want you guys to think like, what blog do you have out there that might have been like very successful for you? Maybe like the best five dog walking places in your community or dog friendly restaurants in your community. like reuse and repurpose the content that you already have if you're considering doing a podcast. I will add one caveat to that. Mm -hmm. If you're doing that, do not take your blog and read it to the microphone, (laughs) please. Understand what you're saying and then try to say that back in your own words because people can tell when you're reading. And I used to be guilty of this. The podcast I did years ago, I scripted out every word. And, <laughs> yeah. and I would perform it like I was a voiceover artist, you know. <laughs> I almost could pull it off, but I found getting off of script and just going in and just talking feels so much more natural and it flows so much better. 100%. I'm so glad that you said that because it's true. It's very true. And so sometimes you can even take that and take the major points and like the sub bullet points, if you will. So Chris, back to you. What are some key points people should keep in mind when having a podcast? Well, I actually broke it down in the who, what, when, where, why, and how. Okay. Okay. Go for it. Who should do it? First off, you or 
add some people within your particular organization. So let's say you have a pet sitting company. Maybe you kind of share the duties with a couple of your pet sitters or rotate them in and out to help co-host with you. That way people are getting to hear from them too. So you're the face, but there are also some of the other faces that people might run into. You could also do it with somebody else in your profession. So maybe you and another pet sitter might do a podcast together and kind of talk about things from a different perspective. Now, the what is you got to figure out what your audience is going to want. Now, that's part one. Figure out what you could bring that would be unique and different to your audience. But really, the secret is find out what you're interested in. Because if you pick something for your audience, but you just don't have a lot of passion on it, it's not going to come through. But if you're really passionate about getting out there and wanting to learn these things, like you have been, Bill, wanting to learn about social media, we've followed you as you've gone out and discovered all these different things about social media. Yeah. And you would ask these questions as much to learn for yourself as to get it to your audience. That's probably one of the best reasons to have a podcast because without it, you know, I remember before I actually was friends with Marie Smith, I was just starstruck that the Mari Smith was coming on my podcast because it gave me a reason to reach out and like hang out with her. There's been a couple of high profile guests that we've had that I'm not even sure the petsters and dog walkers understand how big they are in the social media realm. Like how many four figures they charge to just get on stages and they came on our podcast. Like it's such a cool vehicle to talk to those people. So I'm thinking like the Victoria Stidwells of the world or if you like Caesar Milan, I know that he's controversial or pick anyone else out there. You guys, once you have a podcast, you can use it as like a media step, if you will, you know, like, Hey, will you come on my podcast? So what exactly do you do as the producer? You said that you take out the ums and the weird stuff. Does like everybody need a podcast producer? Can you use apps? What are the benefits? Kind of talk to me about all that stuff. I would definitely recommend an editor. It doesn't have to be me, but I would recommend one just because even if you, first off, everyone's like, I've had people say, well, I don't need one because I want to keep this real and raw and authentic. And I say, okay, well then let's do that. Let's try an experiment. Tomorrow morning, I want you to get up, okay? Put on your shoes and go to work. Now this worked a little better when we weren't in COVID, but (laughs) don't don't stop in the bathroom. Don't brush your teeth. Don't change your clothes. Just put on your slippers and go. Uh that is being real and authentic and raw. Would you do that? Would you go to work looking like that? Uh Probably not. So we don't have to take every um and ah out. I mean, we don't have to make you sound like a robot, but just there are things that just go wrong during podcasts. You know, sometimes it could be someone has a coughing fit or, you know, there's doorbells or barking dogs, which works for your podcast, but not for everyone. (laughs) (laughs) My dog barks, I think, almost every single podcast, even if the door's closed. (laughs) The things that people don't think about is sometimes when you get the recording back, you as the host are really loud, right? The guest, the guest is quiet like this. Right. As an editor, I've got the tools to make those adjustments, to compress things, to bring them up, to balance the levels, to make it sound put together and sound good. So that's why I always recommend get an editor. You don't, you know, you don't have to get the fanciest editor out there, but get one that at least does the basics, gets the stutters, the ums and ahs, trims it for you and gets it put out at an audio level that's just right for podcasting. So if you've ever been afraid of podcasting or thought, I can't have a podcast because I'm not an eloquent speaker, that's where that producer comes in, you guys. It takes the pressure off, right? It takes a lot of the pressure off because if not editing, you start umming, then you're like, oh, that's terrible. I'm just, I'm ruining it. And then it just goes spiraling out of control. (laughs) I've had, now it's so funny. I'll have some people that do stuff and go, 
ah, that's all right. My producer, Chris, will take care of it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Or sometimes you'll get notes from me. You'll be like, uh, you need to check the four minute and 32 mark because uh, things came crashing down. <laughs> and it happens no matter how long you've been podcasting, you are just yeah. going to have sessions that just go awry. Particularly yeah. if you have a guest that's not very energetic, you tend to lose your energy. It's really hard to keep things yeah. going. Yeah, without a doubt, without a doubt. It's funny, you get hit with a lot of different things. One thing that I learned when I really started learning a lot about creating videos and editing videos was that how important the sound quality was and that we actually, emotionally, we actually fall in love or are attracted to things more because of the sound and less because of the look. And so I think that's like a super good point that if you don't like the way you sound, which by the way, you guys, I barely listen back to any of my podcasts. I hate listening to myself. I think, I don't know anyone who's ever actually really said, oh, I love listening to myself on the answering machine or on my podcast. I love listening okay. to my stuff. But You're different because <laughs> you actually do voiceovers. Okay. You don't count, Chris, but the average person doesn't typically like that. Right. And so you guys, I just want to encourage you, you know, if you're looking for something different, I dare you to try it. And if you need resources and stuff, I got them. I always have them. Chris, tell me about your podcast that you have because it's also really interesting. I don't know if you still have it or you had it, the Disney one, and what projects you're working on. Wow, the Disney one was many years ago. Yeah. Oh my God, really? <laughs> yeah, I know. I, I've actually had a couple since. I, I'm one that I come up with great ideas and I'll do them for a while and then I move on. Or Actually, right now I'm between them. But the one that I do do, I have a client who happens to live at the North Pole. So for the last two years, I've been helping him do daily updates around Christmas time. So we get to know uh-huh. what's going on at the North Pole. So I think that's Do you think you could bring him on here for a minute? I don't believe so, no. Because he's, no, he's at the he's North Pole. I don't, I don't, you know. Okay. So that one will probably be cranking up again in December. I haven't heard from him. I think it's Christmas in July. So he's all partying or something. I don't know. Okay, okay. Yeah, he's probably we'll busy. So what do you think about those who might be like, maybe they do Facebook lives or they've done a series where they've actually interviewed people. What do you think about ripping the audio from a Facebook live and creating a podcast over that? Is that encouraged? Is that a good place to start? Is that discouraged? Is it, what would you prefer? You're asking this now since you've had me do it a dozen and a half times. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Actually, it is good, but this is a place where you'll definitely need an editor because for instance, you know, they're just little things that happen during a live that you wouldn't necessarily want in the audio. Sometimes when you're talking to people in the chat, like you're talking back and forth to people in the chat, that's not going to translate in the podcast. So I'm usually slicing that out unless it's critical to your content. Like, oh, so-and-so just said that you should need to look at this. You know, I'll leave that in. But if you're like, oh, hey, Janelle, thanks for coming on or whatever, you know, you're going to cut that out of a podcast because it just isn't right. The key thing you need to do in a podcast is, and this is why I really promote an editor, is you need to respect your audience's time. Mm -hmm. So make sure you're delivering a ton of content in as short a period of time as possible. Yeah. I love that. I love that. And sometimes when I do go live and I know that we are going to use it as a podcast, I almost try to ignore the audience and then I'll bring them in for just like, you know, a minute or two and I'll start talking and I'll do it. And then I'll go back to ignoring them because I know that it'll make it easier for you to cut it out rather than I'm talking. And then all of a sudden like something goes off and because it is it, it back to what you're saying you have to respect people's time because no one wants to listen to you ramble. So you have to have that who, what, where, when, how, why that Chris was talking about at the beginning. Chris, any other cool projects in your near future? Actually, there is. And I was hoping to be able to like preview it today, but I can't quite just yet. But I've been working with a 
it was actually a friend of mine from college and she's a business coach and she was acting as my business coach for a while. Now we're just more like, you know, creative partners. We thought about one day a great way for doing short, effective marketing videos. It's a little system that we've put together that will make it easy because it's like an outline thing. It's quick and easy. We even have a formatted card you can use. And our first few tests have gone really well. So I can't wait to release that in a few weeks. And I will definitely let you know when that goes live. Yeah, yeah, let me know. Because I think we'll have enough time probably between when this is recording and when it goes live to include it in the show notes at that time. So it's basically something to help aid people who want to go live. It, like a, It's like a method a- for helping you organize your video so it keeps it short, nice. effective, and memorable. Oh, you guys, that's great. Because I think that is one thing. We get nervous and we start rambling and then... It just all goes downhill from there. <laughs> Chris Lanning, you are amazing. How can people go check you out or learn more about you? You could just go to neighborhoodstage.com. I probably need to update the site a bit, but you can find out about all the different things I have going on there. That's awesome. Thanks so much for being such a part of this show. And I'm sure all the listeners also join in and saying thank you for helping make this show possible because without you, it definitely would not be possible. So you guys go ahead and like, comment, share, subscribe to this podcast. And if you liked it, give it a five-star review. We'd love to hear that. And you guys remember when life gets you down, always keep jumping. So what did you think? Did you love this episode? I sure hope you did because I put a lot of love into this for you. Uh, The best way you can show me that is by going to iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, or wherever you listen to your podcast and go ahead and leave a review. I just might read it on the next episode. I also want to remind you that when life gets you down, remember to always keep jumping. Thanks for listening.